Welcome everybody. Happy Friday. It's your girl Adina and I am here with the fourth edition of the Liberated Pussy Podcast. <clears throat> I am calling in my girls who, oh, here we are. Let me get them in here. We have Monique, who of course we do this every week or so. I'm going to call in Tazima. Let's see. Tazima, there you are. Okay. So, so, hey, 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 boo. Hey, boo, hey. <laughs> Hi, Tazima. Hey, hey. Made it in here before low. Hey, hey, hey. Tazima's in Chicago, y'all. We got a treat today. We have a very amazing conversation, <laughs> a very yum malicious conversation. So, I can't wait to get yes, started. Indeed. So, hopefully, Mo Momo will be in here soon. Awesome. Let's see. Let me try to send it to her again because we say we know we can have three so we yeah. want to have okay it looks like she just got back on too okay good 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 okay it says just joined and she coming in send a request okay view go live okay let's see oh it says she's unable to join oh no no this is not what we planned not what we planned not what we planned okay folks we're going to take a moment to regroup oh. and we'll be up oh, there she is yay success success we did it we did it we did it, we did it. <laughs> Woo. thank you thank you Mer mercury and everybody who's working with us today right, yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. So I was just saying, as you guys were joining, our topic today is pleasure, the feminine superpower. We have some really yummy things to talk about as it pertains to that. As you know, this is our iteration of feminine power in conversations with melanated women. And we are talking about what this means to us. We have a special guest, Tazima. Paris, all the way from Chicago, my hometown. <laughs> Very amazing sister. So let's go around the horn and say hi, hi. And then, Mo, let's dive in with Tazima and introduce Tazima to our, our family in terms of why she's here. You know, they need to know why we got her on here. It's a very special reason. So say hey. Say hi to people. How you guys doing, everybody? We're really excited to be here today. Um, I Tazima is a client of mine, and... She just said, I want to be on the podcast. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, and it just, when, you know, in our conversation, I'm, I'm so grateful that we are beginning to, to, to tell the truth and to get mm -hmm. curious about the truth, to get curious mm -hmm. about the truth at a time when our lives are changing so much mm -hmm. because of, you know, our ages and the world or, you know, all of that. And now we get to embody the possibilities from a whole new perspective. And so Tazima is going to join us today to share her wisdom. Yeah. So welcome, Tazima. How you, how you doing? Thank you. I'm feeling really, really well. I'm excited about our conversation today. It's been so fun building with you sisters, you know, in, in our conversations leading up to this. And I've I'm really excited about liberated pussy. Yeah, <laughs> mostly because I believe in the power of pussy. And, there we go. Uh, you know, for those who have one, we we are the we are the blessed. <laughs> yes, the portal, yeah, like a, you said. I'm, for those who don't know me, I'm a sex coach and pleasure mentor for high achieving, people pleasing women That's over sick. 35. So grown ass women, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm I'm all about how we can use pleasure to our benefit not mm -hmm. just as a way of like creating a lure or mm -hmm. you know like making it for other people it's mm -hmm. really how do we power ourselves up through our pleasure and then we show up in the world in a more awesome way so i'm excited about this conversation yes i'm excited how about this tazima is monique's client and she said to monique i want to be in there with y'all <laughs> and we said okay let's talk to the sister see if she's a fit so the power of having a, a, a feeling, acting on it, and then you just manifested yourself right here with us. So kudos <laughs> to you, Tazima. Kudos to you. 
<laughs> if y'all have some stuff that y'all are sitting on, act on it. Yeah. You can bring it into fruition, which is what our sister Tazima has done. So Monique, before we get started, mm -hmm. we didn't talk about astrology last week. Let's okay. talk about astrology this week. We have some really exciting things happening in the yeah. universe, and we want to use our moon mama to help us strategize us as we have this conversation about pleasure, the feminine superpower. Yes, absolutely. So gosh there's so much beautiful astrology supporting us right now and it's intense i would, i think that people might be experiencing some intensity mm -hmm. and the intensity mm -hmm. is coming because we are being forced to burn off our old ways of being mm -hmm. so if you just think about bring that to your own individual self and think about where your life is breaking down where and where your life is breaking down where you um Maybe you're doing all the right, you're taking all the right steps, but it's still not working out the way you want it to be. You know what I mean? Like, so you feel like you're running yourself up against a, um, bumping yourself up against a wall. Like, I'm doing what I need to do and, and you're exhausting yourself, but it's just not happening because that path is closed. <laughs> that is done. It is done. And it takes a lot of, faith and trust and humility to say, okay, I'm going to have to do something different. It's time mm -hmm. to it's, and so what you're to do is to see what, you know, um, like don't throw it all away, but get clear about what is really being asked to be released. It's almost like, you know, um, you just can't take everything with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that kind of kind of deal and so mm -hmm. that's venus in retrograde saturn in pisces and um and mercury retrograde in virgo mercury retrograde in virgo is really a delineator it's like okay this stays and this goes but if we're going to keep this it has to be used for this and if it's not going to be used for what it's meant to be used for then throw it out and mm -hmm. Venus retrograde in Leo is asking you to let go of your old love patterns. Mm -hmm. Like let go of, throw them out. Mm -hmm. They are dead. They're not going to mm -hmm. work no more. Your mm -hmm. old love patterns are, they won't, they won't, they won't allow you to lighten up enough to get to the new dimension. There's a new dimension really being born. There really is something new happening. And, you know, it does mean that you need to be doing some work internally to get yourself there because the new dimension is in consciousness. Mm -hmm. but the more people on earth that come into these, this consciousness and this new frequency will begin to build new world together. Mm -hmm. Right? You're going to start yeah. building with the people that think like you and feel like you. And, and so, but the other world is dying. Mm -hmm. It's, it's actually going to, it's going to get smaller and smaller and smaller. It literally, I just always use this as an um, example. You know, eight-track tapes still worked. They, it, like, eight-track tapes didn't, didn't stop working, right? But then they created a cassette tape. <laughs> and the eight-track tapes still worked, but they had cassette tapes. And then they created CDs. And then they created, you know what I mean? And so literally things just become obsolete and mm -hmm. no energy can go to them anymore. Mm -hmm. So this is not, this is a natural occurrence. This mm -hmm. is an energetic shift. And we are evolving from the eight-track tape mm -hmm. to ultimately we're going to get to, tele, um, to telepathy. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. where we're on our way to. You know, and, and I'm starting to see that happen in my life mm -hmm. on a wreck. Like, I damn near can't think of nobody before they didn't pick up the phone and call me. <laughs> when it used to just happen, oh, that, oh, a few days ago, I thought about you, right? Now, when I think of somebody, I close the shutters down. I go, because mm -hmm, they're going to call you. <laughs> the, yeah. No, it's mm -hmm. so yeah. right. And so we're, we're evolving. And you got, you might not be in the place where it's happening as frequently as say, you know, what I'm experiencing, but everybody's coming. Everybody's mm -hmm. on their way. Mm -hmm. I just have been in the work doing it. And, and we, this is the true infection. We infect everyone with the new frequency. Mm -hmm. So this 
astrology is saying let go of what doesn't work it everything you've done up to now thank you that's what it's thank saying you. everything you've done up to now thank you so much <laughs> You have Thank served. You. you have served a you check have, <laughs> That is we right. Appreciate you you. That's right. And we appreciate mm -hmm. you. And you did good. Mm -hmm. You did good. Remember the right? cat with the eight track tape? That was the shit back right. in the 70s. <laughs> right. Yeah, those eight track tapes were great. I actually don't really remember eight track tapes, but and neither do you. You remember that car with those three big buttons? <laughs> big buttons. That is so funny. So we're on to the new reality. Mm -hmm. And, and so like, I'm giving up things that are uncomfortable for me to give up. I, mm -hmm. and I it's, it really is you, it's like, you have to sacrifice something to mm -hmm. get what you want. That's mm -hmm. how this universe is y'all. You mm -hmm. not, you have to put the seed in the soil to mm -hmm. get the apple tree. You're not going to get an apple tree just because you want it. You have to do something for it. So whatever you've been doing now, think of everything up to now is the seed. It was the seed. Don't try to understand it. Don't try to make sense of it. Just be like, that was my seed. I'm giving it back. Plant it. Plant the seed. That's right. That's what plant. you do. Plant it. You don't just hold it and let the yeah. seed sit on the counter. I mean, yes. plant, stalk on that seed. Is right. it. That is right. And you will get something that is far more than you ever could have wanted for yourself. But you have to let go. We've got to let go of the old. And, sure. and it might, might feel like a sacrifice. It might feel like, oh, it might, like that relationship. It might feel like, mm -hmm. but we, it, well, it has to go, though. A-track tape. A-track tape. <laughs> Tazima was going to say something. What you going to say, Tazima? Yeah. <laughs> It, it works just like that seed as far as the apple and the tree. That's exactly how our relationship works. Yeah. But we, we, the place we make our mistake is that we take the relationship for it's the person. Mm -hmm. It's that person that, that did it for me and, and yeah. they were just amazing. And without them, I'm, you know, I can't have that same thing. No, you had some experiences that you co-created with another human being or several yeah. other human beings. Yeah. And part of the way that we move through what no longer works and what will work for us moving forward is to have that distinction of like, mm -hmm. hey, wait a second, what are the experiences that I enjoyed? And what are the experiences that I didn't enjoy so much? Yes. Make mm -hmm. a list if you have to. Yeah. This is how we, we use our baggage to transcend our baggage. So it doesn't mm -hmm. keep messing up every relationship we end up having. Mm -hmm. yeah. You make your list and you say, I love this stuff. I want to keep experiencing. Yes, universe. Yes. Mm -hmm. And no, thank you. This no longer serves. We're going to yeah. put this to the side. And if anyone shows up, I don't care how fine they are. <laughs> I, don't I don't care all yeah. the whatever things they bring to the table. If yeah. they got stuff on this list, you still got to say no. You got to give it up. Give it back mm -hmm. to the universe. Yeah. Give it to the mm -hmm. earth. Give it to mm -hmm. goddess. Give it to whomever, however you need to let it go and release. I promise mm -hmm. you it will serve you to mm -hmm. do so. Yeah. You don't have to mm -hmm. tolerate mm -hmm. nonsense mm -hmm. in order to be in relationship. You don't have to. Yeah. You can get exactly yeah. what you want. But you got to get clear it, first. Yes. It's a very interesting thing, like coming into consciousness as creators. And mm -hmm. what I hear you saying, Kazima, is if we have to learn what we have to stand in our no, like, what are you mm -hmm. saying no to? Mm -hmm. Because if we don't stand in our no, you literally, and I'm so guilty of this. I, because I have a Gemini moon, I just can say yes to everything. I literally am like, okay, I'll try that. For, I'll try that. And, and finally, I feel something in me is like, you have tried everything. Mm -hmm. You have tried it all. And now, mm -hmm what really feels good and mm -hmm. like you like mm -hmm. you don't have to just be in a life of tolerating and um tolerating and and compromise mm -hmm. like compromise is a compromise is a bad word y'all <laughs> it is a bad word mm -hmm. it, it, compromise is a bad word like motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Or like it compromise is you don't want to do it. It's and, yeah. and the reason why we don't want to do it is because we've been taught that we've been taught that 
oh gosh, we've been taught that this relationship with the other, right? We've been taught that the relationship with the other is more substantial than the relationship with the self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially as women, we have been given this idea that we like we don't write ourselves in the story we don't we don't know what we need mm -hmm. we don't know what our pleasures mm -hmm. are we don't know and, you know so as i've been as i've been preparing for this i've been thinking about what is actually pleasurable to me like literally like wait a minute pay attention what was oh i got a massage when she touched me in the back of that heel i was like oh that was actually some real pleasure right? like, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah like, what actually feels good to me yeah i'm thinking Yes. So it's so easy if you don't know what feels good to yeah. you mm -hmm. to just ignore your own needs yeah. for mm -hmm. other people yeah. mm -hmm. because then it becomes good if it becomes what it starts to feel good is that I took care of somebody else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what, what has become our field? Oh, is that somebody else? I met their needs. Mm -hmm. Now they're not calling me because I did that, and that's my pleasure. Are you fucking mm -hmm. out of your mind? <laughs> when we were planning this the first thing we talked about was personal pleasure being deeply nourishing yeah. and what i hear you saying monique is first we personally have to really know what that is we know that femininity in the last maybe 200 300 500 years maybe 5000 years we've been off of off of center off of self centered so we really didn't know i know it's taken me a long time to figure those things out and like you say you okay touching my heel that massage that felt good but taking time to really understand and even like what you said to zima start to know specifically what are those things that feed you and that please you and it's okay to know that because once you know, you can get it. You know, when you don't know, you're just taking what you get. Yeah. But we're saying you can get what you want and you can get what you need, but it starts with the self. Yeah. And to add on to that, I want to give this distinction mm -hmm. that, you know, Monique shared, well, I didn't know what I liked mm -hmm. and, and liking what I liked or I got pleasure from helping other people. I just want to let all the people with pussies off the hook. Mm -hmm. If you have a pussy, you are literally what your brain is wired to take care of other people and subordinate mm -hmm. your needs to the needs of others so that mm -hmm. babies don't die right. that is a survival requirement for human beings there's nothing wrong with it mm -hmm. except that society has exploited this tendency and this natural capacity to do for others with women specifically and with people with pussies and the issue is that we then conflate those two we make our pleasure mean serving other people and becoming a martyr and doing everything we can to make sure everyone's needs are taken care of and that's the way that i can earn my value and earn my mm -hmm. worthiness in the society we cannot do that it is not a sustainable way of being yeah. no one's going to die right now now, if you take a moment to do five deep breaths, <laughs> no one's going to die. Everyone's going to be served. And the things that we, we take for ourselves, the time that we take for ourselves, even if you take an hour to go to get a mani-pedi, well, maybe three hours, but we don't know. <laughs> and also, maybe it's not a mani-pedi for you. Maybe it's going out to ride on your motorcycle, because that for sure was a thing for me when I rode my motorcycle. It was delightful. It brought me a lot of joy and pleasure. And so mm -hmm. that personally, deeply nourishing experience, it is a service to everyone in our lives that we as women take this time for ourselves. We will serve even better. Like I said, I, I work with high achieving people pleasers. These people are really good at doing mm -hmm. a lot of things. They're so count onable. Yes. Mm -hmm. And, and the, this is the very exciting part that, that I discovered for myself when I was developing this technology to share with others is that my yes to me and my yes to my pleasure and prioritizing and then having the lived experience mm -hmm. of actually having my needs and desires met is the foundation of me being able to have a high quality no it was mm -hmm. a solid place for me to stand oh i know what it feels like for me to be treated well mm -hmm. this you don't treat me as well as i treat myself 
And so you don't get to play in my world. It's it's really interesting because Dean and I live in the every experience of we create our lives, right? I'm creating my life. I'm creating my life. So if someone does something in my world that creates pain for me, I'm not going to call their name. (laughs) I am going to call my own name. Like, I can't tell you how many times I have, now that I do a lot, you know, that I do self-work, where I've sat down and and really looked at the, the experiences that I had that were hurtful or traumatizing or whatever it was and how I had welcomed that person into my life life, how I had seen the signals, how I had, you know, literally um, created the environment. I created the environment Mm -hmm. for them to behave in ways that was harmful to me. And now what I can see so clearly is because I didn't know my own needs, Mm -hmm. really, because I wasn't deeply intimate with myself, because I didn't know, I, I just settled or did things against my own integrity. Yes. And so I'm saying all this to talk about this. We're creating our lives, right? We are creating. And the one thing that I'm so aware of as a woman and working with women is how interesting it is when we have to be responsible for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Talk about being responsible for your pleasure, Tazima. Yeah. So the responsibility, here's what I find, is that that responsibility pill is a hard one to swallow. Not everyone's ready for it. That is actually high-level advanced activity. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Not everyone has access to it. Not everyone can break themselves out of the scripting our social scripting that says I behave in this way and then you behave in that way and then we get along because you're doing your role and I'm doing my role that's that Mm -hmm. uh that's the codependent standard Mm -hmm. of operation that we Mm -hmm. deal with in this society so some people are not able to break out all the way out and so that taking responsibility has to start from a simpler place so the simpler place is what do I like? Mm-hmm. Start there. Yeah. And it doesn't have, I'm, yes, of course, I'm a sex coach. I talk all about orgasms and all the things and the clitoris and, you know, all the parts of the pussy and what you need to be concerned with and not the techniques. But anyway, we can talk all about that, but I'm really talking about all kinds of pleasure. One of the reasons, for example, that I chose the place that I live in now is because I love looking at the sky. I love nature. And I, I, happened to happen to i created that i would get this uh, this uh unit that not only has these huge windows but is in a neighborhood full of three-story walk-ups and i live on the sixth floor mm-hmm. so I, I get to see all the things one of my greatest pleasures is looking at the sky i don't care what's happening in the sky clouds clear sun snow rain whatever i don't care mm-hmm. it's me and the sky we're good and so with i know i'm nourished every day literally waking up in my place or you know fixing a meal and then having a sit down in front of one of my huge windows which i love and this is not about this is not about like magical like manifesting i'm just literally talking about what do i like mm-hmm. and what do you like right in the place where you are make it make it very granular mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be a, an elaborate it doesn't have to be well i'm gonna go to you know this this uh tropical location it doesn't have to be that it can literally be things i prefer purple over blue mm-hmm. i prefer and start on that super granular level just choosing those things and then do that for yourself you validate your ideas by doing them And that provides such deep nourishment for us so that we can move on, so that we have the the power. We're literally fueling ourselves up every time Mm -hmm. we do that little thing. And then we can do bigger things. Mm -hmm. And then we'll have the courage 
to look at the shadow part of us where we created the pain. But we can't, if, if you're still on the training wheel part of it, of like, let me just identify, I don't even know what I want. If you're, I your don't know what I want. You gotta fill your tank with something, is what you're saying. Exactly, you gotta, I, mm, I call it a pleasure cup. Mm, I call it a pleasure cup. So if you're nice. running on dregs in your pleasure cup, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which a lot of us are really good at that. Yeah. Good at yeah. You're, there's nothing to pour. Mm. But if you mm. filled it up 50% or you fill it up 70% or go for the overflow. And if you do these practices, even though it's like just a two pound weight, it's a two pound mm. weight, it's a two pound weight. Mm. If you do that two pound weight long enough, you'll have the strength to easily effortlessly say, no, this doesn't serve me. This mm -hmm. situation doesn't serve me. These mm -hmm. details don't serve me. So I'm not going to do that. And then you're mm -hmm. nourished enough to say, yes, now I'm going to fill it up even more. And then, it's cool then you can be like oh, i would love to join you for this thing i would love to serve on your board or whatever because it's in alignment yeah. with what yeah. serves me so if i can do what i love <laughs> and i can help you at the same time cool let's look for the win 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 yeah uh, and then the universe wins too which is awesome too um, so yeah responsibility and training wheels <laughs> i love that what i hear you saying to Zima, and I love the cup analogy and because I'm very visual so I can see that we're giving from our overflow like you don't have to go into your cup and it's just like a quarter fill and take a teaspoon out of that you're not even nourished so you need to have your cup full first with taking care of yourself regularly and then now you're overflowing with love and and capacity and you can give from your overflow you don't have to give in deficit give from your overflow that's a powerful place yeah. I also heard her you and Monique say about this no and I really got it in a powerful way when we were talking earlier no it's not just no to be mean or no to be an asshole or anything like that no creates spaces for your real and actual yeses mm -hmm. that you discover by taking time to figure out what brings you pleasure and what you're about and that kind of thing but if you're already full of a bunch of bullshit that doesn't even serve you and you're and you're giving from a cup that's not full you're 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 fucked right out of the gate so these are some basic things to walk ourselves back on so that we get to our superpower walk yourself back to really figure out what personal pleasure is for you and what's deeply nourishing for you so that you can truly be a service in this world in your community in your family in all the places that you go you know and you know how people say like when you see that woman who is like got an attitude but she just need to get some you know what i mean yeah. she yeah. do <laughs> she does that's right she so, do she do get she your do. medicine sick yes it's a it's it's such a profound thing to see the dichotomy in our culture mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. as we begin to become grown-ass women mm -hmm. and how important it is for us to prioritize ourselves mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. so important and many of us have jobs where we're working you know many hours a day thinking about it and you know you have children and families and spouses and the, it's just where are you in there and mm -hmm. what i've seen in my own with in my own behavior i just like there's a time i would answer the phone for everybody that called and now we have cell phones right so you're always with your phone when i was growing up we didn't have a cell phone so if i was out of my house and somebody called i came home to a message okay and so we don't understand that that's all energetic exchange everything counts so everybody texting you all day calling you all day all of that is energy that's taking away from you and with all the other things that you have going on so it's really important that we learn how get curious about our own boundaries so to say right mm -hmm. the thing that and um, one of the things I love about astrology, astrology in Leo season is that Leo is about that thing that makes you you, that thing that makes you not the other person, not the person sitting next to you. There is something that makes you unique and you need that. You need that. So if you're 
working a nine to five and giving that person all that energy to that company and you got three kids and you're giving them the, whatever it is and you don't have anything that is going to the unique aspect that is why you came here on this planet you are killing yourself mm. <laughs> yep ouch yep ouch yep you spoke a little bit to this but this came from our notes we talked about the oppressive narrative as it pertains to women sexuality pleasure and what we're expected to do you know the expectation of womanhood and femininity um and that's what you're saying is killing and you see a lot of women who are coming down with heart disease and different forms of cancers and ovarian this and fibroids and all these other things all these things can be healed because we know all disease starts in your mind starts in your mind and if we don't have peace of mind, then that means we have, what's the opposite of peace um, in our mind and in our body that we're creating? Disease. You know? Disease, exactly. Dis-ease. We're creating disease. Yeah. So this superpower of pleasure really is a life or death situation. You can create life in your body by stopping and giving yourself pleasure. And we're not saying just the, the sky. We're talking about orgasms. Hello? I mean, you know, you can give yourself some. I mean, I don't want to get like, you know, oh, they're not talking about. No, we're talking about that. We are. <laughs> we are. That's we're totally right. saying it that you need to be touched and to touch and to experience deep and beautiful pleasure in your body. And that is so healing, you know, first with yourself and then with the beautiful people that you bring into your, um, into your, your vibe, your village, your tribe, your squad, your team, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Yes. Orgasmic meditation. Um, Can you share a little bit about that? I think that would be great to, um, you know, talk about so i'm going I'm to share about um accessing an orgasmic state i say um, and i i want to make this distinction <laughs> this is another female brain situation okay so the only time so every woman every person with a pussy who has a, a female hormonally the influenced brain Mm -hmm. our experience is that we have a constant running list of stuff that we are looking for Mm -hmm. to make sure that everything is okay we're scanning for threats scanning for threats scanning for threats and this creates a lot of stress for us because we're scanning for threats not only for ourselves but for our loved ones this is a lot of work and then when we have people in our lives for example who are kind of like low-key they're like you know we're kind of relaxed oh it's not a big deal it's not what that instinct gets enhanced because now you're holding it for someone who's like it's fine and you're like no it's not fine because i have this running list of threats that you haven't recognized and so now it's increased all right so because we already have that baseline of like running scanning for threats you know how Oh, there's this common understanding that like exercise it will help you release stress mm-hmm. that's for male brains we release stress by accessing orgasm mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. the time when that part of our brain gets shut down that's the top part of the that's the time when we can actually access like peace and open creative space and being in in connection with the energy of the universe okay mm-hmm. we do this we can do this in other ways we can commune i'm sure that i mean i've had this experience while dancing or being in certain it's an activation of the orgasmic state it can absolutely happen sexually and it can happen in other ways as well but we have to be in that like space of not being in contact with that scanning for threats aspect of our yeah. brain and our awareness mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. we do that we're like oh this is great (laughs) yay (laughs) woo but we don't need to get exhausted in order to be relaxed in that way we can totally do it through a pleasurable activity called an orgasm Mm -hmm. or some type of sexual or sensual stimulation and because sensual and sexual activity and ways of being are kind of illegal (laughs) you know they're not socially acceptable they're shamed 
like the way that women naturally are, we're naturally sensual. And I'm not talking about sexy. I'm not talking about the push-up bras and the shapewear mm -hmm. and the outfits and the low cut this and the high cut that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about literally our skin is 25% thinner, 25 to 50% thinner. We feel more. The way we're, we associate with our emotions, we literally have more access to emotion. We can register slight emotional changes that register on people's face. That's how we see who they are. When we're doing all of that, we do it without even like thinking about it. Mm -hmm. We are sensual beings. Yeah. Pleasure arrives in our body and is experienced through our body, through our senses. Mm -hmm. If we mm -hmm. shut down our emotions or we shut down our access to our sensuality, if we shut that, we can't get to the orgasmic state in any aspect of our life, whether that's sexual or platonic, or we can't even, we're not even present to see the beautiful world around us. We're not present to see the person who's going through something in front of us. We're just blah, 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 blah. We're in our own little space. So I say all this to say, absolutely access orgasm, orgasmic states. Don't take my word for it put it in the morning, prioritize it early in the day, do a little sex, sexy orgasmic uh, exploration in the beginning of the day and see how the rest of your day turns mm -hmm. out. You don't even have to climax. You could just <laughs> get some little pussy glitter action, you know, kind of sparkling up and then move into your day from that place of like, <sighs> woo. And like, it's not that you have to to flirt with people but you're probably going to be more pleasant yeah. <laughs> most likely mm -hmm. you're probably going to be more uh active more alive more present mm -hmm. uh, your spirit will be more fully embodied in your physical being yeah. and mm -hmm. then more, more able to express i love that start the day with <laughs> <laughs> beautiful thing i'm i'm so um i'm i'm so in tune with this aspect of us embodying our emotions and it's it's somehow sometimes i feel like in the world um women get told that we're too much because because we feel so much and as we mature because you've been told for so long that's too much and that's it that you start to turn those feelings down you start to desensitize mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. it is a real thing let me tell you it is a real thing to stay sensitive mm -hmm. to okay. stay open because life is happening heartbreaks mm -hmm. happen you know all these sort of things happen and you still are carrying a technology in your body that is fully alive like mm -hmm. i mean everything in the universe is sex y'all like the thing that when as i study and i study y'all i study kind of i think i'm i'm maybe I'm, i don't know but i study and literally shiva and shakti is just two gods fucking and creating i mean it's all <laughs> it is all it is and we've made it dirty and re yeah. religiousized it and homified yeah. it. And yeah. these, we've made it these things that are not celebratory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless somebody's pregnant having a baby. Mm -hmm. That's when we're celebrating. Mm -hmm. The universe is sexy. The yeah. universe is super yes. sexy all yes. the time. All the time. Put in a plug in a socket. Hello. That's you know what it. I mean? Plucking some fruit off a tree. Rain. I mean, all keep of its sensuality. Going. Keep it going. If you can yeah. receive it as such. Come on, put some more with it. Those are mine. That's what I added. So how do we, how do we, how do we really embody the senses? How do we turn ourselves back on? Yeah. How do mm -hmm. we, how do, because most of us are turned off. Yeah. Most of us are in our heads. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mo, you and I've talked about this, really dropping into your body and starting to become aware of your senses. When you turn yourself on, you're on for everything. Just like when you turn yourself off, you're off for everything. So then you do have to really govern the places and the things that you allow in. Like, I don't watch the news. I cannot take it in because I'm too sensitive. I'm literally crying if I'm watching that every day. Like, I cannot have, because I know I'm sensitive, I cannot have that 
hyped into me 24 hours a day. I choose to stay sensitive, so then I curate my experiences. I'm not watching Freddy Krueger, you know, or whatever the latest horror show is. Like, that's I, I, I can't because I, I feel it too much. Yeah. So I, I choose to feel the things that are going to take me to places that I want to go. You know, you tell me such and such that I'm crying, you know, I'm crying. So just be mindful as you are opening yourself up to all of your feelings. You're going to feel all of your feelings. You're going to feel your baby toe all the way down to every last strand of hair on your head. Yeah. And that is the beauty of this experience. Yeah. But you also want to govern yourself accordingly and put yourself in settings that honor that, that yeah. honor that you are an open portal for feeling your portable mm. feeling. That's good. Yeah, I, I, I love the idea of being turned on for your own purposes, mm -hmm. being turned on in service to your own life and your own vision. Like it's, it's a form of service inside of selfishness that comes to, you know, mm -hmm. the, and it's interesting. I just want to make this distinction about selfishness. People call people selfish, but then what is that? person wanting you to do but to do for them like they mm -hmm. want you to do the thing that they want you to do so like yeah, are they yeah. selfish or are you selfish no you have to serve yourself first so that mm -hmm. you can show up so serving yourself turn on is not uh this objective to like get someone to do something or i want to be sexy or what but it's not about that mm -hmm. being turned on makes you more radiant mm -hmm. people are attracted to radiance we're attracted to light light mm -hmm. is the thing that is like oh that's interesting oh ooh, it's a bright shiny object and so to be completely turned on it's a thing that you can pass on as mm -hmm. well you're turned on and then people will be around you they'll be like oh my god what do you do they'll be curious about you and mm -hmm. well what's going on what what is your secret uh and part of a way to be turned on is everything that we've been talking about one having access to the things that you like making sure that they're a priority having feelings about that letting yourself be like oh i really enjoyed that or like as you take a bite of your favorite food or the thing that you're experiencing or a sound that a song that you really like just be like identify oh, i really i love this i took i was i play music it's my goddess prep time <laughs> when i get showered and get my stuff together and and i listen to a playlist that i haven't listened to in a really long time and this one song came on and I, I was like almost in tears. I was like, I love this song so much. It's like so rich and it's got like these movements in it and it's just, it's beautiful. And I got more turned on just in that moment, just in that moment, being present is half of what helps us to get more turned on. So being present, coming to your senses. When people say, come to your senses, they're, they mean it. What happens if you check in with taste, sight, smell, sound, textures, touch, you will be more present than you were before you did that. Mm -hmm. So as, mm -hmm. as you access your senses, your emotions, what your preferences are, things that bring you pleasure, as you access all of these things, you will be a more turned on person. Mm -hmm. You will be more orgasmic in your life. Your life will have more of a flow to it. You'll know already what's next what's coming you won't be really surprised by anything i'm not really su that surprised i'm surprised by things yeah. like oh that's delightful right. like when y'all said yes to have me on i was like oh that's delightful <laughs> but also it makes sense because i felt the resonance of mm -hmm. what y'all were creating and what yeah. i'm creating in my in my world and so i was like mm -hmm. yeah let me just they don't know that i'm creating this in my world so let me let them know yeah. <laughs> and then that's the awesome. resonance takes over yeah, and that's mm -hmm. orgasmic. That is so orgasmic. I want to say, and this goes to what you just said, trust the wisdom of your desire. So you desire to connect with us. And even though that's orgasmic in a, you know, that's orgasmic. Every, every orgasm is not just a, a pussy orgasm. You know, that's a hard orgasm. <laughs> you know, that's the sisterhood orgasm because yes. we are so resonant. Yeah. Um, there's medicine there, even with, you know, your sexual connections, there, there's medicine, there's healing there. So there's healing here for us as we connect and see that you're in Chicago. So you're in the center. I'm East Coast. Mo is West Coast. We almost got the country covered. We need somebody in the South and then we can like line up our wonder uh, triplets and quadruplet powers. <laughs> 
Absolutely. and cover the country. That's right. Why <laughs> got this for all? Oh, this for all. Let's get it. <laughs> so I want to ask you, ladies, as society is changing now, you know, we're coming through a time where women were in more subservient roles and they really weren't thinking about their pleasure first. And so they're trying to make relationships work from an old paradigm perspective. And now here we are today saying that, hey, you know, get your pleasure right out, out the gate. Some women are in a different mindset with this. What would you say to them when they're like, you know, they're, they're listening to us thinking, what's wrong with those ladies? What are they talking about? You know, they're on that old vibration and that old frequency. What would you say to them? The, the first thing I'm going to say is that um, pussy is not a coin. It's not currency like whether you have sex with someone or not is doesn't determine your value because that's part of that old paradigm and i just want to say it straight mm -hmm. you not having sex with someone does not make you more valuable than a woman who has sex it just doesn't mm -hmm. there's no coinage value to your pussy and if you put it on that then it becomes a commodity that mm -hmm. gets traded so by the way mm -hmm. your pussy then is just as good as any other pussy because it's a commodity mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you're using it as a as a coin, then it's just a coin, and a bunch of women have coins. There's also oh, pussy not cryptocurrency. This ain't crypto. We ain't sitting on crypto. <laughs> we ain't sitting on crypto. What we are sitting on is a portal to the divine. And, it, and that portal to the <laughs> the portal to the divine also doesn't necessarily need to be protected. Mm -hmm. As in, like, you can't come in here and la, la, la. Like, it, it's, it, it's not a gift. It's not something to be given or taken. That's not virginity. I hate that term. Mm -hmm. it's, let's call it sexual debut. Mm -hmm. <laughs> sexual like debut. That, okay. that sounds like a show. <laughs> it, oh, I lost my virginity. Like, what? <laughs> I hate that. I hate when people say I lost my virginity. I hate it. I laid down willingly. You didn't lose it. I was I was ready. I, I was my personal experience was I was like, it's a lot of talk about this. I wonder what it's what like. I am doing about? an experiment. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm going to well, get I'm a the phrase born again virgin. It's like, okay, well, I just decided I'm born again as a virgin. It. Just it's because y'all value it. So you know I'm born again. Yeah. So let me just say that if I, mm -hmm. you know, there are a lot of people who have strong feelings about this. I have strong feelings about it too. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't honor us as women. It doesn't honor our portals to the divine as our pussies. It just doesn't honor us. But what does mm -hmm. honor us is doing things that are in alignment with who we are and who we're trying to be. So mm -hmm. if we have an aim of having a specific kind of relationship that includes delightful, sensual, intimate, sexual experiences, you have to decide whether you're willing to do that before you have a commitment of a relationship or not. That's a decision. Do I want to engage in a sexual act, act with someone before I, have, before I know we're in a relationship? Maybe, maybe not. Mm -hmm. I don't care. That's for each person to choose for themselves. Now, that's what's called sexual agency. Agency is our capacity to choose. There's no right or wrong way to do it. And that's the piece where we take our power and we own our sexuality. If we're distancing ourselves from our sexuality by saying, well, it's something that they're going to come over here and get from me, or I got to hold up, or I have to be with the respectability politics, all that BS, I'm <laughs> not into it. Mm -hmm. If we hold ourselves as I am a sovereign being, I get to choose. I'm feeling sassy. I want someone to participate in some sensual activities with me there's this person or that person, or I'm gonna go on a date and see if this person meets my needs or desires or looks hot and also have a, a sexual health conversation. <laughs> have your sexual health conversations, have your <laughs> safer sex conversations, use protection and be responsible as you decide how you're gonna move forward sexually, but be at choice about it. Do not make the society choose it on your behalf. Right. This, is the, this is how we get empowered around our portal to the divine, our pussies. Mm -hmm. We get to choose. Mm -hmm. If someone else is choosing on our behalf or we're trying to fit into a way of being that is acceptable or respectable, 
it's all you already gave it away that's where you gave it away you gave away your power not your pussy mm -hmm. that's it that reminds me of something we were talking about earlier mastering our own personal power to affect real change in our lives and in our environment and it does include our sexuality and how we relate to our partners and all of that what do you think about that you said you gave away your power not your pussy and you're not even really giving away your pussy because you still, still have it when you get up I mean, it's you know? still in your panties it's still I right there i have an infinite amount of pussy it does not I literally sometimes I'm like, can't nobody take it from me. We it's make mine. I, more. We make more. Yeah, like, it's right. So it's such an interesting thing, though, with this idea. I mean, with this, with the world changing so much, and mm -hmm. um, what I have seen is that as we evolve as women, like when I was a little girl, we were still being told that you need to get a husband and have, you know. 2.5 kids and that was just 50 years ago the mm -hmm. world is so different now the mm -hmm. world is not the world that i was born into mm -hmm. so what i also know as an astrologer is that people can create the, any world they want now that's the way the world is now we can create any world we want and when i was young you had to be a christian i was told that i should be a virgin until marriage i you know all of these sort of things right so you can have whatever you want if you want to live that reality that's fine just know that there's no um there's no rule book on how to do this now we mm -hmm. get to do it our way mm -hmm. and so all of these terms like slut or whore because that's not that shit is outdated mm -hmm. and though i do believe that every woman needs to understand the constitution of their own integrity and their body and what they can do everyone everybody every woman can't have 20 lovers you know what i mean every woman can't have one husband <laughs> you know and so you've got to understand how you function the one husband thing just doesn't feel good in my system in the way that the world created it like this is the only man you can talk to because that's what the, that's what i was taught this is the only man you can talk to. This is the only man you can rely on. This is the only man you, if you can't have no male friends, because if you do, they want to have sex with you. Because we have demonized sex and made it this very taboo thing. So now the world is saying, let's really see what things are. Let's let go of those narratives that we were given about, you, you know, like your pussy is the most precious, the most precious thing you have well everything on your eyes are the most precious thing you have my, my pinky fingers are so fucking precious like <laughs> like it's all like i am precious right so i'm gonna value myself but i'm not going to you know give my pussy to the person who says i want to marry you that's what we were taught though like that shit is over with so now we all get to create we, we get to be sovereign and create our own yeah. rules our own systems, our own beliefs, according to really who you are, because the world is really going to be the energy on the planet is saying, the universe is saying, if you are committed to it, I'm going to honor it. That's, that's what the universe is saying. Now, if you are committed to it, I'm going to honor. It. So you can be standing next to somebody who is in the same physical space with you but in a completely different reality because the universe is honoring your unique sovereign codes so whatever that is for you is what you get to live it as and so that's what i'm doing the work to know what that is for me you know and it's it's been a very fascinating journey it is like it's magical it's scary it's mm -hmm. you know i mm -hmm. i just just started really having orgasms in the last three years through through um penile through well, i don't even know what they call it in this moment uh, the fact that i'm saying this out loud is so and of course orgasms through intercourse and had been really pretending which was fun the pretending was fun but when i really <laughs> i didn't you know i'm not mad about pretending yeah. But, but when I started having regular orgasms, 
through intercourse, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm 50 something. I am 51. Yeah. 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 And, and, and I, I want to also call out no orgasm, no type of orgasm is better than any other type of orgasm. They're all awesome. Yeah. Do them all. Mm -hmm. Access all of them. Get all mm -hmm. of them. Yeah. All Get the list. Get them. Catch them all. <laughs> we recommend it. <laughs> and part, I'm sure, I, I suspect that part of your ability to access that, Monique, is is you being more present to the action that the activity in your body the sensations mm -hmm. in your body the more that you tune mm -hmm. in and like ride that wave mm -hmm. by the way harder faster works absolutely the opposite for women slower softer works great for women yes sometimes we want harder fast, but like we got two twice as many nerve endings, nerve endings in right? just the tip of our clit than he's mm -hmm. got in his whole penis, wow. mm -hmm. just the tip, okay? And so if we're dealing with this highly sensitive equipment, you don't need to beat it up. That's right. <laughs> and mm -hmm. the, that, it, you know, penis and vagina sex or penetrative sex, there are different rules for the inside as well than the, for the outside. Outside mm -hmm. soft, inside bow, 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 possibly, or depending on the, the pussy, depending on the sensitivity, depending on the time, the week, the, the time of yes. the month, the, the season, depending on her season of life, yes. all of these things can change. And so being responsive and responsible to those yeah. sensations and cultivating, playing, playing with that. The way that I have sex, I just explained this to someone, uh, a lover of mine, a past lover of mine, shared this idea with me and I was like yeah no that's totally how I have sex I have sex like I'm playing a video game and I'm trying to get all the points <laughs> I'm trying to get I'm trying to get the bonus points I'm trying to go to the secret levels I'm trying to go to the you know, like what is possible she want the room in the back she I want mean, everything I, I want everything I want all of the things that is possible to get out of this sex thing for my body. I don't want to do what's good for someone else's body. I want to do what's good for this body. All the I want to unlock all the hidden levels in this body. And that mm -hmm. takes curiosity. Mm -hmm. And so something you said, Monique, a little while ago about the pussy being the most precious thing and don't give it away. Blah, blah. And then we have the dichotomy also of it, us consider it being dirty. Mm -hmm. So it's precious but dirty. Yeah. Don't talk yeah. about it, but, yeah. but it's the most protected. But also give it away to the right person. But little as they want. What? Everybody on the planet came through one. Yeah. Hello. I mean, so right. it got to be great. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. It is yeah. absolutely great. Mm -hmm. So, so again, the curiosity, being present with yourself. How do you get out of your head in the bedroom to access these higher levels yes. of, of orgasm, these greater, more longer experiences. How do you do it? You get present, yeah. you get mm -hmm. curious, you explore. You say, well, what, what, what about over here? Mm -hmm. Know the body. By the mm -hmm. way, like the reason that we even call it a vagina is because that's where the dudes put their dicks. Mm -hmm. That's why we call it that because we live in a patriarchy and they call mm -hmm. it what's important to them. Mm -hmm. That's a vagina. It's just the hallway that goes from the cervix to the outside world. Yeah. It's just the runway for the baby. That's mm -hmm. it. But the wow. clitoris is our primary sexual organ, and its only purpose mm -hmm. is pleasure. Mm -hmm. That means they don't have any other function than pleasure. <laughs> have you heard that statistic that, and it's about maybe 85, maybe it was like 80%, or maybe it's a little less, of women who have heterosexual sex have orgasms. And so, you know, it's like 20% of women. Do you know the statistic yes. I'm talking about? Yes. What, what is the number? All right, here's what it is. is. Okay. Here, okay, this, is, this concept is called the orgasm gap. Yes, that. And so they did a... A research study and there have been several studies but this particular one that came out a few years ago stated that uh, they interviewed these people and this is self-reported orgasms in their last partnered sexual experience mm -hmm. like when when they think about their sexual experience they usually or always have an orgasm so 
heterosexual men reported 95 percent gay men reported about like 80 something percent gay women reported 80 to 88 percent depending heterosexual women reported 65 percent and that's for big time they usually or always have orgasm during their sexual encounters with other people and what i i actually believe that this is an over report for the very reason that monique was sharing mm-hmm. of like well i kind of faked it sometimes i think it's an over report i think it's more like 30 because the other statistic <laughs> that is out there is that only 10 percent of women can achieve orgasm through vaginal penetration mm-hmm. 90% of women report that they have to have clitoral stimulation mm-hmm. in order to have orgasm. Again, there is nothing wrong with clitoral st- stimulation mm-hmm. for orgasm. Mm-hmm. And because of that, and because of the, the emphasis from the patriarchal society that it's better to have vaginal orgasm because that's, then I'm involved. I get to, you know, put my dick uh-huh. in you. Like, of course, that's what they count. They don't count. The, uh-huh. There's also a, a legacy of Eurocentric, patriarchal, misogynistic stuff inside of sexuality that was held by people who have who had no idea. Specifically, Freud, who mm-hmm. said that the clitoral o- orgasm was immature, mm-hmm. but he doesn't even know anything about women. Didn't really have an active sex life with his wife. Like he's not the dude, but yet because he's don't such a ask him. he don't know because right. he's such a prominent person that stuck yeah. inside yeah. of the the narrative mm-hmm. and it's still with us today yeah and it's still like well i don't have orgasm from penetration most women don't wow. 90 like 90 mm-hmm. percent of women if only 10 that's not even a failing grade 10 percent is not even a failing grade mm-hmm. not like you can't even pass the class you gotta pass. <laughs> so if we're saying pleasure is a feminine superpower and it is and you think the pleasure gap, you said 30% are having orgasm. I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad if only 30% are experiencing what the three of us are experiencing. It's really imperative that women start getting curious about the things that give us pleasure so that we can have those in our bodies. And men who love women and women who love women, get right. curious with your partners right. so that you're helping to cultivate this beautiful superpower within them. Yeah. But it starts with us. We have to open up into, mm-hmm. into the pathway of discovery of what's going to open us into our superpower. Yeah. Because this translates into all other areas of our life our health our wellness our our personal power in the world affecting change our you know just really everything yeah everything it's a it's a this we have we're at a time on the planet now where we get to write our own narratives Mm -hmm. like we we get to take responsibility for everything going on with ourselves yeah Mm -hmm. and that is an act of self-love and I know in my brain, historically, I have had everything in my life tied up into what is somebody else going to think about it. Mm -hmm. That's like everything in my life has been like, well, if I do this, what are they going to think? If I do inside of my own head, I'm doing that to myself. Right. That's programming. Yeah, that's programming. Heavy programming. That is that has been in the bed. You know, what is he going to think if I have sex with him too fast? What if he what is he going to think? If I don't have an orgasm, what, like, I mean, and so how many of us are running narratives that have been coded into us, programmed into us, and in doing so, not, not really owning ourselves. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, this, you know, we've been in this country, so to say, like, here's one thing we, you know, I talk about, you know, old stuff. When you're born, into something you don't know what was going on before you got there you really don't know right so we've been told (laughs) we've been told and um and and we see what's actually being experienced also we live here we we're grown enough now to know what we've been told to see the world that we're in and the thing that i want to say for us as black women we live literally built this entire country. We literally did. Nobody ever tells our story 
that we are the catalyst for everything in this country. And whether with whether it's dark stuff or light, whether it's stuff that we want to be proud of or stuff that we're full of shame, it all came from the womb of a black woman. That's where that's the that is the ignition of it, right? So whatever it is, we're very powerful. We're so powerful that they don't call our names in anything. Because if we know how powerful we are, we just might decide not to share it. We just might say, what is it that my power can do for me? <laughs> for me, I don't care about you. What is it that I can do for me? If, if, my, if me and my, the lineage that I come from built this entire country and changed the world with America being the way, like out of my vagina came this entire, that's like you have to understand, if you understand cosmology, I'm telling you, it came out of your vagina, y'all. It really did. 